Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. This is Comedians with Ghost Stories, and I'm your host, Emily Winter. Today on the podcast, Jericho Davidson. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Jericho from Tucson. Yep. It's very haunted there. It's a wild place. And Tucson, you have Arizona. a million. I have a million. I'm I'm born raised. My dad was born there. My grandma was born there. Did they, like, did you grow up with them being like, this place is haunted? It goes deeper than that. Like, my dad was uh, gifted, if you will. He had a the sense or whatever okay, you know yeah and it, but it was weird he was it also made him crazy and an asshole he knew so too much he, yeah and but it came my grandma was the same my grandma used to tell me when i was little that the devil was afraid of her <laughs> oh my god that's the most badass thing i've ever my heard grandma in my was life mean. she was wild but it i think it all starts with her it starts with my grandma do we want to go in chronological order or is there like I, a story that you're that you're dying to tell? It's one of those things like it just it was always part of my life for yeah. so long that it was just almost normalized. It was like not even that weird. Like when we were, uh, there was a story that me and my sister have that we were walking one time through the desert to like, just a shortcut to get to the house. Like we lived in a small city, but a little, a big town or whatever. We, the Tucson's not small. And it was just, there was like a little patch of desert that we were, we'd, we'd cut across it to go to wherever we were going. And there was like an old abandoned house there and, but just nothing really. And we weren't allowed to play at the house, which makes sense. It's abandoned, you know, kids were there, junkies and whatnot. I'm sure we're there. And we were walking day in the middle of the day one day. And, um, we were walking with my dad and it was me and my sister and my dad. And my sister's like, there's this the, this lady, she's following us. And we all turn around and my dad's like, oh, don't, don't look at her. Just keep walking. And then he starts like, the, easy, the best way to describe it was he starts like speaking in tongues almost. What? Like how did... He's like, he's just like, he's like, don't, don't, don't look at her, don't look at her. And he starts, and we keep walking and she's like behind us and my sister's freaking out and I'm freaking out, obviously. How old are you at the time? This was because he, my dad like took off when i was nine okay so this was like seven six or seven okay. something like that and he was just like don't don't just don't even pay attention to her and he started speaking speaking this crazy shit that he i've heard him speak on other occasions whoa but uh and she's following us and like my sister keeps looking and he's like no no look everything's fine everything's fine and he's like but he's like and then she was gone. That, but that was just like a normal thing. It was like not. And then I just didn't want to go through that little section of desert anymore. You just avoided I'd it. I go around it. You know. Did you? Okay. So what is this? What was your dad speaking in? Do you know? It was. I mean, it was some weird version of of English that he just he had his. My dad would do like exorcisms and stuff. Did you believe it? And do you believe it now? Yeah. I mean, well, they're just shit. Too much shit that I've seen. Yeah. And I, I just don't, I was, I was talking about this with my friend and I was like, I don't, I have to believe the shit that I've seen. I don't know what it is. Right. I don't know. I don't think I believe in like a Christian heaven and hell type scenario. Let's go to your grandma. So my green, my mean grandma. (laughs) This is so funny. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Your mean grandma who the devil was afraid of. Yeah. So my grandma, she's like I said, she's 
she was native, right? She grew up in southern Arizona. And there's a lot of that in that culture anyway, a lot of, you know, otherworldly stuff. Mm-hmm. But I the story was, because I asked my mom, because my mom, you know, married into all this. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Where's your mom from? My mom's originally from Miami. Okay. But they moved the family up to Kingman, Arizona, which is up north. Okay. It's a small town. Um, and she was with my dad for a long time. And I was like, what was, what's up with those people? <laughs> Even though they're my, my, you know, my dad and grandma was like, she, I guess my, my grandma in like 72 or something had a hysterectomy okay. and bled out on the table and died for oh a while. God. What? And they brought her back. Holy smoke. Yeah. And my mom said that it was, she was just always different after that. Like she was meaner? Oh, yeah. She was just, she was crazy too. She was mean. She was just, I, I wrote, I was like, I'm going to write a book about it someday. And I thought, my grandma the devil, that's what I'll call it. <laughs> she was just vicious and she was just mean. And How would she treat, so she's just completely foreign to you when you're growing up because she's mean and you're like, why, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I just got to stay. I was like, I, I was around her a bit, but I was just so terrified of her and her house was scary and. Did she also do exorcisms and stuff? Or what no, but his? she was like into some weird, uh, my mom called it voodoo. Okay. It wasn't like voodoo, but it was something else. And I wasn't allowed to mess with it or think about it. And it was terrifying. So why would I, you know? Right. But she was like, like I'd go onto the reservation with her all the time and we'd go to some ceremonies and stuff and that kind of stuff. Did you feel like it was scary to go to... Indeed, ceremony or no? No, that wasn't necessarily scary. The, the reservation is just scary because it's the reservation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a third world country. Okay. Dang. But so. It was just, no, but so like they were always like, there were always stories that were floating around. And it was like, when you're a little, when I was a little kid, it was like, I don't know what I believe. This is fucking stupid. They're all full of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, my dad would always do weird things, though. Like, that's when I noticed that he was on a different level. Like, uh, one time when my parents were still together, they were like, we were all just chilling, watching TV. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm six, seven, eight years old. And all of a sudden, he just pops up, runs outside, and runs under the house. He gets like, crawls in the like crawl a- space under the house. Okay. And he like finds a big nest of black widows. He actually got stung a bunch, but he like cleared them all out. What? And my mom's like, what's up? Oh my God. We got to take you to the hospital. He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And he got stung and he was fine. But he, my mom was like, my mom's the one that actually told me the story because I didn't really remember it. But he goes, he goes, how did you know there were these spiders under the house? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I could hear them. Oh my God. Like, Nobody cares. You can't hear You can't a hear a spider. What? So, so he would all do. I remember one time my my stepsister brought ho- home uh, her boyfriend who had been there many times. Like we all knew him. They were a little bit older than I was. And my dad just looked at him and he was like, "If you need to take that shit off, leave it in your car, or you can't come in my house." And he was like, "What?" And we're all like, "What? Like what are you doing? What are you, what are you being about? a weirdo?" Yeah. And he, he was like. That he had a necklace on, but it was under his shirt. I couldn't know. I couldn't even see it. He's like, "Get that. Go put it in the car, or you can't be in my house." And he was all the guy. This guy Jason was all freaked out, and he went and put it in his car. And I and I asked him. We were kind of buddies, and he was like, "It's like what was he?" He was like, "Dude, he was all freaked out." He's like, 
I used to be all into Satanism and I would wear this necklace when we were doing like satanic rituals <gasps> and shit. He was like a metal guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my dad just knew. It was always shit like that with my dad. That's crazy. My dad, my grandpa, my dad's mom, so my dad's father-in-law, mm-hmm. told me this story one time. Because I was, my dad died when I was 25. Okay. And so I, I didn't know him that well, and I wanted to like know, you know, he, he was around a little bit, but it, I, we weren't close or like he. Also, such it? a mysterious person. A mysterious person. He, yeah. He wasn't uh, blessed with the gift of bullshit, in his exact words. <laughs> like he didn't like talking about shit. But my grandpa told me the story. They were out. They had some. Were out working on a piece of property they had out near Kingman, like making roads and shit. And all of a sudden, my dad just kind of disappeared, and my grandpa was calling him and like we're trying to find him and and i guess he turned a ridge and he's standing on the edge of a cliff and there's just this big raven that's like on the drip like on the drift just stare they're like eye to eye what? and my grandpa just watched it for a while and then the, the raven flew away and he was like what was that all about my dad was just like oh no we were just talking and then what? Thing. Yeah, How just, old was your dad during this time? I mean, he's probably like twenty-one years old. Oh my god! Years old, you know, he was a young man then. So it's kind of hard to figure out what's real and what's not real when your dad's like constantly doing crazy shit like that. Yeah, yeah but also like it's not in, it's not crazy if they're right. It's not like he was like take that shit off and then he wasn't wearing a necklace or like there was no spiders. Like yeah, it's it's just it was always it, that was my whole thing was weird between him and my grandma. It was always. So weird. I remember the big, the big one that I was thinking of. The one that like I saw there was like um, my I my dad would say he would like yeah I could I would clear I cleared the room or I got clean that from the house and I was like yeah yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was my one of my stepsisters, uh, her daughter was real little and it got really scary. It was like she's like there's a man in my room at night and they're like what. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. No, there's a man in my room at night, and it was. It got weird, and then the other, the, all the kids would, were saying it, and it was like, my dad. I'm so this part I wasn't there for, so I was like, I just heard all this secondhand. But I guess it got weird. Like the, my stepsister and her husband also were like, something's weird. Mm-hmm. There's something in the house, and it's freaking everybody out, and and my dad. Uh, went over and did his whole little he had this he had this ritual i guess he would like anoint you your 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 head i guess is what he would say and he would anoint the house and the doorways and do his thing and and i guess he went over there and he was like everybody needs to get out of the room and it was he was in the kids room and everyone left the room and all of a sudden they just heard this insane scream shriek <gasps> Like right. a, like his like your dad's no voice? like somebody else some, somebody else and he he came out and he goes yeah yeah you're good now everything's fine but I'm gonna take this with me and he took this like it was like a stuffed animal type thing uh huh and he brought it and he the motherfucker brought it to our house <gasps> and so shit got weird at our house really yeah. Like what? Just this was the big one. This is the one that I was thinking that I was going to tell you. Okay. There's a, there's I want there's another part about the shit with my grandma and him that I'll loop back into. We can into go back to end. yeah. Okay. Wait. So how old are you during this time? Now this is so my mom kicked me out of the house when I was 14. They had long divorced. Okay. 
not talking. Okay. Uh, my mom's like, we're moving to a different town, uh, but you're going to stay here. And I'm like, 14. What? It was right before freshman year of high school. Where were you supposed to live? And that's why I was like, oh, she's gonna, you're going to live with your father. I was like, you mean that dude I haven't seen in three years? Like... Oh my God. Okay. And so I moved with my dad and it was serious that like he was not in any position to be like a parent. Mm-hmm. He was just a single dude. Like he, he would like just go away for like, he had a girlfriend down in Mexico. And so he would just be gone for two weeks. He would just leave me a note and the, there'd be like a lot of food in the freezer. And he's like, you're fine. I'll oh be back God. in a couple weeks. How did this make you feel? Did you feel like sad or were you like oh, this is it was a like it was pretty dream. sad okay it, but it transferred into like the only reason me and my friends were able to start a band was because he was never around yeah and so that was a good thing we ended up starting a band and we were always hanging out and we were always doing that shit but so all of a sudden shit got really weird at at my house i mean the house was always weird because he bought like this four bedroom house like kind of in like the burbs but it was just basically two bachelors living there me and my dad extra rooms is so weird especially like where we we're new yorkers yeah we have no we don't even have an extra cabinet you know so it's so So weird weird. whenever i like i rent a house or something i'm like this space is terrifying so yeah just having the extra space for like i don't know things to exist it's it's weird and like i was alone in that house all the time so a lot of times my friends would stay over Mm mm-hmm and shit was always just weird. Like it was weird. We I, we started like stealing um, bottles of booze from the grocery store, mm-hmm. and then we would drink and stuff. And in the garage or my room, and he was never around, so we could just do whatever we wanted. But shit started getting weird. And um, there was one day my friend. The the best thing about this story, even though it's terrifying, and and is that I have a witness to it all. This is great. So I have my, like one of my, we're still friends and he's, he's all, sometimes he'll be like, remember that fucking day? That was so weird. Oh my God, he's so excited. So we like, he spent the night and it was, you know, it's like a, a, a weekend. So we wake up and we're just going to play some music or play video games or whatever we're going to do. We wake up and go into the living room, like try to turn the, the, the TV on and nothing happens. It's weird. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why isn't this going? So we're fucking around with the switches and nothing happens. We turn like a light switch on and all of a sudden light in like the hallway turns on. Weird. We're like, what the fuck is going on? But then it changes. It's like nothing's like consistent. Then we're like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden we turn the TV on, the TV turns on, but then the TV like pops like and goes off. And I'm like, what the shit is going on? This is so weird. And we go and like, you know, like the light in the kitchen turns on, a light in the living room. and, And it was like, what is happening? We go into the garage and turn the light on in the garage. And you know, like the automatic garage door opener yeah. light explodes. <gasps> Scary. Like shoots like glass fucking everywhere. sparks and glass everywhere. Like, whoa, what the shit? I call my dad. He's in town. He's just at work. And I'm like, dude, this shit's weird. I don't know what's going on. He's like, call the power company. I'll be home at four or whatever. Okay. I'm like, all right, cool. So I call the power company and they're like, we'll be out in within you know, the next couple hours. So they're like, this is so strange. And out of the in the back room, which all there was in that back room at this time was a ceiling fan, but one of those 70s ones where the cord came out and plugged into the wall. Mm-hmm. And it had that like decorative chain around it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like so 70s. Yeah, like, yeah. Generic. That's all that was back in that room. My sister had some stuff in this room, but I don't think she was living with us yet at the time. She lived with my mom, but it was her room. Mm-hmm. My dad's room and my room was on the other side of the house by the garage. 
So we hear this shit thrashing around, like really aggressively. And we're like, "Uh uh-uh. We leave the house. Me and my friend Justin are like, this is too fucking weird. Oh, my God. We leave the house. And we go out. And there's like a a, a convenience store down at the end of the block or whatever. We see the the power company truck. So we come back. Mm Mm-hmm. Let the guy in. The guy's like, so what's going on? And then he turns on like the foyer light Mm -hmm. and it is like a spotlight bright. Even he's like, whoa, what the fuck? Turns it off. He's like, this is strange. This shouldn't be happening. And goes, Randy goes to the back and opens up um, the the breaker box. Uh And it's it's outside. It's like right on the porch. He opens up the breaker box, starts flipping shit around. It explodes in his face. (gasps) Was he okay? Yeah, he was fine. But he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh shit. He's like. I've been working for 15 years here and never seen anything like this. This is so crazy. Oh and God. he's like on the phone, like trying to call his boss and trying to figure out. And at the time, my dad drove uh, like a 80s fucking Corolla, Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I'm sure it was one of those things that he bought it for 500 bucks and <laughs> drove it till it had 300,000 miles on it, you know. But it was really loud. And I always remember... The second I heard his car, the very second I heard his car, everything was back to normal. Everything, Whoa. all the lights worked and everything was fine. Was the guy still there? The guy was standing. I was standing right next to him, and he was like, "Huh, what is going on? This is so." He's like, "Oh, what? Well, everything's fine." My dad walks in the house, and my dad imagined like a big dude like me, but mm-hmm. with no sense of humor. Mm-hmm. That was my dad, right? And he walked in and looks at the the power guy right in his face he's like get the fuck out of my house (gasps) first thing he says and the guy was like whatever buddy and leaves oh my god so me and my friend justin are freaking the fuck out yeah and my dad just like he's like looking around the house walks around he goes in his room shuts the door comes back and i always remember because that that, the the empty room was across from his room into the very end of the hallway it was Mm -hmm. a long hallway and he goes hey guys come back here real quick will you and we walked back there and I, <laughs> my heart like sank when I saw, he's like, what the fuck is this? And the fan, ceiling fan had been ripped off the wall, but like the chain was all, it was like dangling <gasps> and the chain was all wrapped around it and it was all thrashed up. That's terrifying. And I was like, oh, well, that's was, that was the noise we heard. And we were both fucking freaked out. And he was like, no, everything's fine. And he does his whole ritual and like fucking start speaking in tongues and like anoints me and Justin in the house and like he's like no everything's fine everything's fine and then it was fucking just so terrifying right yeah and he was like and then he realized he's like well I guess that we should probably uh, he's like this is my fault I brought it into the house and that's when he showed me like the stuffed the elephant bear thing whatever. or whatever oh, it was the bear yeah. elephant yeah and he like got rid of it Oh my god! And he what was, did he and do then, with it? Then he just—I don't know—I don't, I don't know. He put it in his car. I don't know if he just threw it away or what. But then he told me the story about what was happening with the stepsisters' house and like. Oh my god! That yeah, that was that was the that was one of the craziest ones because I just like I said there was someone else with me and it was like so um, visceral and physical like there was a thing. A fan coming out of the wall! Yeah. Holy smoke! That was. Uh, it's so weird how he keeps his cool. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like it was like not a big deal at all to oh him. Oh my god! Wow. The I did see him lose his cool one time, and that's what I was gonna loop back. Oh around. yes, yes, yes. So, him and my grandmother, they stopped. They didn't communicate at mm-hmm. all. Like they had a big falling out. 
I still communicated with both of them. Uh, and he, my grandma used to say, she was, she'd always be like, if I ever saw your father again, I'd cut his goddamn head off. That was what she'd say. She'd say, I'd cut his goddamn head off. Why did they have a, I mean, because they they're both two crazy people? They're both or? just crazy people. Yeah. And then after, when my grandpa died, there was no reason for him or his brother to talk to my grandma anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just that they, they loved their dad. She was like the crazy one, you know? Mm-hmm. And when he died, there was like no reason. But for some reason, I still had a weird relationship with her. And she'd always just say that shit. And one time, I remember, this was the last time they ended up ever talking. Was we were still pretty little. And he worked like, my mom was a nurse, so she was working like the 7 to 7. Mm-hmm. But he'd go into his job at like 3 p.m. and do like the overnight or whatever, the late, like the that mid-shift. So there were a few hours where we were alone. So he'd go to pick us up or drop us off, right? And one day he picked us up. And he was like, wait outside. I got to talk to your grandma for a second. I have no clue what they talked about. But a couple minutes later, he comes around. He's like, get in the car. Get in the car. Go, go, go. Oh, and he's running. So me and my little sister run and like dive in the car. And my grandma's behind him with this butcher knife. This very specific, like a chef's knife. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to fucking cut your head off. You, fuck you. And like running. And, and we're like running. And he's running. He dives in the car, peels out of her driveway. Uh, and so that was the last time they talked. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> so when she died, when my grandma finally died. They, I love it when somebody says that about a grandparent. When they finally died. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, um, when she finally died, she left me the house. Whoa. Which was kind of crazy because it was a shithole. Okay. Like she was a hoarder too. Like oh, at the end, I was like, oh, what to do? You know, and I'm like a in my early 20s. I don't have any money. And she left me the house. So I was like, well, let's see what it is. I got one of those rollaway dumpsters. And I was like, well, we're just going to clear everything out and mm-hmm. just throw it away. Just throw it away. Clear everything out. And um, my dad had this thing where he's like, I'm going to come help. And I was like, what? It's like I, he felt like it was he was doing it was like he was doing me a favor. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was going to come help. And then. A few days later, and so we were both going over there whenever we could, like just doing work for a few hours and leaving, and it was because it was just such a mess. Like in the in there, I found some weird stuff too. Oh, what'd like, you find? I found like her weird little shrine ritual area where it was like there were some candles, and she had all these occult books, and like there were these husks of like these weird like um, like like I guess the exoskeleton of bugs. Oh yeah, they're the weird. And I was like, I like looked at. She had like all like the the weird Christian stuff and like the but the weird not Christian stuff. Would you be afraid to throw that stuff away? No, I was just like throw it in the trash right now. <laughs> I'd be afraid that like somebody would get mad at me from beyond the grave. I was just I... like I was so terrified. I was like I don't want to look at it. Yeah, put it in this bag. Throw it. Don't touch it. Nobody touch it. Grab a stick. You know, like she'll get you if you. Yeah, if you. <laughs> look too hard at it or something <laughs> and so i was like yeah i was like oh no i don't want to deal with any of that um but then like so my dad hits me up and he goes i don't know i feel i feel weird in that house i mean that's the house he grew up in too he's like i don't know I, she's I, she's in my head and i was like what and i was like yeah she i don't know i keep hearing her voice and she keeps telling me to kill Pam and 
that's his wife and he's like to kill you and then to kill myself and i was like that's in your head i'm trying to like come on don't even worry yeah. about it and then he goes no dude i was like on the on a ladder trying to get up on this thing and i physically felt her pull on my leg and i was like no it's not happening what is mm-hmm. wrong with you and he's like okay fine you're right you're right and then he goes he hit me up a couple of days later he goes hey were you at uh the, at the house yesterday i was like no no I wasn't. he was like okay uh i'm never coming back to this house and i go why he goes you'll see when you get there oh my god oh my god and i'm I, so nervous and i went and i saw it and it was like plain as day and it was like right where the ladder like right where he was at that exact knife that she always said she was gonna cut his head off with was stabbed into the cabinet and he was like, yeah, I'm done. Sorry, bud. I, I, tried, I tried to help. You're on your own. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was what like. What an angry lady. Yeah, she was a little little ball of uh, hatred. So having these two people in your life and then you don't have this, like, gift. No, I don't think so. Um, what do you think? What do you make of it? Like, what do you think? I, it just uh, All I can think about is that there's just other shit in the universe that we don't understand and that just goes in that category yeah like i don't understand my taxes and <laughs> I, I don't understand you know uh relationships or uh you know being psychic or connected to the other world oh my god well okay do you watch scary movies do you like that kind yeah, of thing can, are you like interested i can it can it's entertaining to me but it's so weird that you just like have so much access to it. I don't know. I feel like I would be like, well, I'm so close to having it. I want it. But then I guess you see what it does to these people. Well, and... I've like, yeah, because my dad, my dad killed himself. Oh, man. And like, you know, like he was always just such a miserable son of a bitch the yeah. whole time. And uh, did he give you any warning or did he? Well, he well, kind of, because he tried and failed the first time. Oh, yeah, that'll and, do it. And then, he, like a year later, he did it again and was successful. So. Oh man, poor guy. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. It was just like never. It was the thing. He was just. I I what one thing I learned from him and them is that like, if I remember walking down the street and I normally go right and my gut just says go left, I'll go left mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. question. And I've just yeah. always done that that's the extent of whatever that i have is that like i just am like if i have a feeling i'm gonna trust it right that's super cool i like that a lot this is just because it's comedians with ghost stories (laughs) my question to everybody is um uh what's the scariest thing happening in comedy oh man uh i just well i just saw the three people that got on snl uh super stoked about one really confused about one (laughs) And the other one you don't know? The other one I don't know. Yep, okay. Yep. <laughs> I was really scared. That scared seemed to about be one. what was happening in social media's reaction today or like, like private chats or whatever. Yeah, I was like one super happy for. Other one don't know. Another one makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're listening, you could probably figure that out. <laughs> I was on a tour, a small like a run a run of one nighters with the guy, uh, my friend Polly Casillas, and it was great. But the shows were all really terrible. Mm-hmm. One guy, um, we showed up, and this was terrifying because we showed up, and it's just a bar. Like, so they were just one-nighters, and this, and this, we show up, and I was like, "Man, 
Is there, there must all these guys look like fighters. Like, is there a gym around? Like, they all had cauliflower here, and I was like, oh wait, turns out there's an MMA event in the parking lot. <laughs> so it's like, what is our little? No one's gonna come to our little comedy show when there's people fighting in a cage outside. Yeah, you're like, I think I want to go to the fight. There was like no one in there, but then all of a sudden, my Polly was on stage, and this old biker dude. Mm-hmm. was in the back um, like talking old, big white beard old guy with the, his vest on and everything and all Paulie said was oh we see what uh, Santa Claus does on the off season mm-hmm. pretty harmless yeah, joke yeah pretty yeah guy with the big white beard uh, and the guy goes what'd you say motherfucker fuck you motherfucker and he's like whoa man I'm just joking we're like in the audience and I was like oh, sh-. dude pulled out a gun no and he's like what you got to say now motherfucker and I'm like oh fuck do I like try to tackle this guy or yeah. make it worse like I don't know what to do and Paulie handled it like super well like it was shockingly that he got he calmed the guy down and got him done. And what did he say? He just he was like, hey "Man, we're just joking. It's all good, man. You want to drink? You want to hang out? Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was like he was really cool. He was like everything's fine. Like no biggie. Like it's all good. We're cool, man. I didn't I didn't mean any offense by it." And he was like, "Yeah, right. You didn't. What did you say?" And he's like, "No, man. Seriously, I just was making a joke, man. No, no big." And he was like super calm, and I was like. He got up the second he got off stage. He's like, "You guys are just gonna let me get shot up there? What the fuck?" <laughs> You're Don't like, "You handled it great. I would have just made it worse." Oh my god! Um, the very next night, in a different town. Oh god! This show, there were people there. Was great, but I start getting like heckled really bad by a guy, but not like heckling. Just a guy going, "Fuck you." Oh, great. Wait, what Fuck town is this? Fuck you. This was actually in Tucson. Great. <laughs> this is like the hometown show. The, co- the homecoming show. This is supposed show. to be your big homecoming. This yeah. is the Saturday night. This was supposed to be our oh. big money show for the week. And this guy was like, Fuck you. You suck. Fuck you. And I, after what happened the night before, and I was just like so in a bad mood, and then I was like, Wait, I'm also, not only am I a comedian, I'm also a giant dude. I'm going to fucking fight this guy so i was like i told my friend i was like just tell me who it is that's all you gotta do because i couldn't see it was dark mm-hmm. and i went in and i punched the guy in the face <gasps> and i, I got during th- your set after my set but there was still someone that had to go up after me i wasn't <laughs> headlining so i ruined the show i got thrown out i got in trouble did you get paid uh we still got paid though. <laughs> barely that's the hard thing it's like if there's other people that have to go up it's like what do you do i don't know that's pretty rad though yeah uh well, there was, was, was there was something else I was going to tell you, which is funny. Oh, this was I think a normal person would think this was really scary, mm-hmm. but I, it was so funny. When I first got to New York, I was uh, I ended up hooking up with this comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it didn't end as well as your situation. <laughs> you know, um, I started hooking up with this comedian, and shit was kind of weird because she would always be like. Oh, you got to be really quiet. I don't want my roommates to hear you coming. And I have to leave at weird times. And I was like, oh, it's really like, I'm a secret. Is yeah. what I realized. Right. Which is yeah. fine. I've been a secret before. Yeah. It's yeah. not that big it's, of a deal. It's, it, it stings it, a little. Yeah, it weighs on you eventually. <laughs> but then she was like, I was like, oh, you want to hang out? And she was like, oh, I have some friends in from out of town. And I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. He's like, oh, I have a friend staying with me in from out of town so we can't hang out. And I was like, okay, whatever. No biggie. And then I go to do, I'm booked at the creek. And then it, remember when uh, the standing room was around the mm-hmm. corner. So I had to show up both that night. Turns out um, she's on 
the show with her boyfriend who's <gasps> visiting from town who's also a comedian. No. And so I don't say anything. I, mean, I do my normal thing. But she goes up and it's fine. She's looking at me and she's all like, I was like, no, that's oh, cool. I'm not going to fucking say shit. Right, right, right. Uh, then he goes up and has a fucking mental breakdown on stage. <gasps> oh, how wonderful. And, and he goes, <laughs> you ever, you give everything to a woman. You give her everything and she just treats you like shit. She fucks everyone in town. <laughs> and I was with my buddy Graham. Uh-huh. Uh, and Graham knew about the situation. And Graham is laughing hysterically. And I'm just like. <laughs> this month. I was like well, okay this is funny but as soon as he's done let's leave yeah 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 we went over and we walked up I do the thing and I do my set uh, and I make some I make a rant I don't go into it really on the stage but I kind of be like oh man you guys missed this uh, mental breakdown at the last show holy moly and then I like walk out and they're there no and then he just like looks at me and she like is so embarrassed and i'm just like okay I'm so he go. heard that he heard me say that <laughs> yeah well he did have a mental breakdown he did and he didn't break- never had although you were the one you were the secret man uh, i don't think he knew that because or maybe i was just much bigger than him and he didn't yeah want to oh, engage is, is he very famous now no good no he's not yeah, I hate stories that end like that. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, he's on TV. <laughs> she's um, she's married to a very famous comedian. Oh, know. good for her. Well, more famous than me. <laughs> That's the scariest part, that he's more famous than me. <laughs> I think it's scary that everyone has a podcast. I think it's scary that people <sighs> uh, who have Instagram followers are the ones who get actual good writing jobs. That's yep. scary. That's terrifying. There's a lot of scary things. Yeah, they, now that you say that, I think the scariest thing happening in comedy right now is like that YouTubers are getting headlining gigs at big clubs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's scary. Tell everyone where they can find you on the internet and one thing that you are proud of that's coming up or that you've done that you really like. Yeah. Um, Jericho Davidson on all the things. On Twitter and everything on Instagram, I think I'm Jericho Effing Davidson. E F F I N G. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Bushwick Bears on Sunday. That's the thing that's consistent. Yeah. I do. That's a great show. It's a great show. Mad Tropical every Sunday at eight thirty. That venue is awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's great. All right, thank you so much. You got it. Thank you so much for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I really hope you liked it. I'm obsessed with these stories and these people. Um, If you enjoyed it, you maybe should come to our live show. We're doing a live show of Comedians with Ghost Stories uh, on Halloween night at 930 at Caveat. You can go to caveat.nyc to get a ticket. Um, Also, if you enjoyed this, you can kick us a couple bucks. Um, Just Venmo me at Emily-Winter. What that does is it helps pay for my Podomatic Pro account, which is a little pricey, and I need it for uh, all the downloads. So thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I really do appreciate it. You can find me, Emily Winter, at emilywintercomedy.com and on Instagram and Twitter at Emily McWinter. That's Emily MC Winter because my middle name is McKenna. Anyway, uh, keep listening. I hope you liked it. And have a great day. Oh, my gosh. That was a dumb ending. Okay, but like, okay, okay. Thank you. Okay, oh boy.